Broadcasting from Rochester, New York, at the intersection of faith and sports, it's Benson and those guys. The exclusive place to hear commentary from those guys, making it the world's number one faith-based sports radio program. Here he is, Benson and those guys on Sports Radio 950 ESPN. Welcome to Benson and those guys. It is... Our pleasure to have you with us this morning. Benson and Those Guys is presented by Town & Country Pest Solutions. It is Tiny Us. Tiny Us coming to you from inside your radio this morning or from inside your cell phone, your computer, your dashboard, your MP3 player, or whatever way you are receiving these finely tuned audio airwaves. You can find us on the web, btgprogram.com, or on Twitter, at btgprogram. Zach wants me to let you know that you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook, though I'm going to need to count that as his useless information segment. <laughs> Christian Dan, Dan mm-hmm. Borello is here, putting all together on the soundboard while Zach and Darren are busy trying to get a grip on the many changes to the menu at Chili's. In fact, (laughs) we were at Chili's the other night. Seems that that's the place we enjoy going to work through our topic ideas. The hostess sets us at a booth. Now, you got to know, Dan, I hate booths. Mm -hmm. You got to have a table. (laughs) Tables are American. Freedom. You can get up, you can get around. Booths are confining. They're communistic. You got to ask permission from the guy on the outside if you want to get up. (laughs) So I'm sitting there. I'm sitting across the table from those guys, and they're jammed together so close they were practically cuddling. I politely ask the the waitress, hey, man, any way we can get a table, you know, America, freedom, that whole thing. I even made some yucks to tell her how awkward I felt sitting across from the table from them as they cuddled together. And then for some inexplicable reason, Darren goes unreasonable and tries to make a, a joke of the thing and says that he enjoys cuddling and booze with other men. The best part was when the waitress does the once-over, looks him up, looks him down, sizes him up, and then says, yeah, I kind of figured. <laughs> <laughs> well, that just set the tone for putting our topics together. This past week, fellows, the interim CEO, interim CEO interim, yeah, that's fine. of the L.A. Clippers, Dick Parsons, testified in state court that coach and team president Doc Rivers has told him on multiple occasions that he doesn't want to continue as coach if Donald Sterling remains owner of the team. This Donald Sterling thing continues to stay in the news. Obviously, uh, the California court is still working through this thing, but Doc Rivers doesn't want to coach the team. Now, I haven't heard Doc Rivers say this. I've only heard you know the Parsons say this. But now, what's different about that? Why Why don't you want to coach a team now? You were willing to coach the team before. Are, are you guys following this at all? I I have a hard time with this because Doc Rivers played there under Donald Sterling as the owner. So when he took the job, when he took their money and agreed to coach there, he knew what he was getting into. This shouldn't have come as a surprise. And this, to me, just seems like it seems very reactionary to me. It seems like to me, now that the whole thing is out in the open, uh, those of us on the inside media, I say those of us like I really know anything, but it's it's pretty well acknowledged that people knew who Donald Sterling was. They knew all about him. They knew uh, what this guy was about, yet they were willing to take the money. Now it's all out. Now his characteristics are out in public. He's a racist. He's a bad person. Well, now they're trying to distance himself. You were okay taking the old man's money before. Now you're not. You you just hit the nail on the head there. 
Doc Rivers is, he, he had to know, like you said, but it wasn't as national as it is now. So it's it's absolutely not surprising to me that, that Doc is trying to, to distance himself from Sterling at this point. And, and it, it doesn't, it doesn't shock me one bit that he's come out. Well, he hasn't come out, but people are saying that he said this. I, I expected it, but I also expect that he won't actually follow through on it. I actually just think he's just trying to put more pressure on them to hurry this along, get him out, get Donald Sterling out. And the more he says, I don't want to coach here, the more and more the NBA is going to try to put the squeeze on this guy and get this. What Sterling wants, he wants us to get to a vote. He wants to prolong this as long as possible. And all Doc Rivers is doing, hey, he's doing the best he can right now to say, I don't want to coach this. If, if he's saying that, he's not saying this publicly. I think he's just trying to put the pressure. They're just trying to get this thing as you know, get to Steve, get the team into Steve Ballmer's hands as quickly as possible. Yeah, again, this isn't Doc Rivers. This is Dick Parsons testifying in a state court, which I don't know is I would imagine under oath. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope that he's telling the truth. It just makes me think of um, you know in the Bible in Second Peter chapter three, it talks about people being willingly ignorant, people who refuse to acknowledge God. They'll they'll discount the facts they'll discount everything uh because it's easier for them to deny god rather than be accountable to his long uh to his laws and to his righteousness and i see the same thing kind of here these people are on the payroll they're willing to uh take the money they prefer not to acknowledge the truth they prefer to not acknowledge the truth rather than be accountable to the integrity that would have taken to turn the money down and walk away so i don't know i still say I will believe it when I see it, and I maintain that when the players were saying that thing when the first when the news first broke. Well, we're not going to play. You better sell the team. We won't even finish out. Baloney. I don't see anybody walking away from it. They're still going to take the money. If they didn't walk away the game that they could have, the playoff game against the Golden State Warriors, they're not walking away. LeBron's not walking away, as he said, if Donald Sterling's still in power. Nobody's walking away. There's too much cash involved. And God bless him, because there is that much cash involved. It just, just, I think he's just trying to hasten the exit for Mr. Sterling, who keeps changing his mind on what he wants to do and how he wants to do it. This guy's a big crybaby that, you know, he's got his billions and he's going to try to hold out as long as possible. And Doc Rivers is like, just look, get this guy out of here. That's all this is about. Nobody's going anywhere. Yeah, I agree. That's what I was going to say, too. That everybody knows he's not going to hold out. He's, he, he's going to be in breach of contract if he doesn't coach the team. He's not going to be able to sign anywhere else. He's not going to get paid. He'll be their coach in the team, whether Sterling's there or not. Unless he wants the Lakers job, which is still open. That's the only thing I can think of that he, uh, maybe he wants his way. Who would want the Lakers job yeah, right now? Yeah, I'll take it. I'll coach the Lakers. Yeah, but not, <laughs> not Doc Rivers, man. They're the bad team in L.A. right now. I know. You'd think. You'd think. But you know what? Everybody's got different motives for doing things. You ever heard of the hometown discount? Well, it's because somebody decided, you know, I'll stay here because I don't want to move. I mean, there's other considerations besides winning. And sometimes if there's more money across the street in a more glamorous team where I can rebuild the Lakers, maybe. Yeah, yeah Darren, you say they're the better team, the the Clippers, and the Lakers are the, the, the bad team in L.A. right now. I still contend the Clippers are, at the end of the day, the L.A. Clippers. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the Lakers will win an NBA championship before the Clippers do. You know, I've been shopping my NBA fan free agency around, but maybe I've been shooting too low. Maybe I should have been applying to be the coach of the Lakers. If I can rebuild them on the PlayStation, I can do it in real life, right? I I guess you could. Yeah. If you can do it on PlayStation, uh, right, you course. can do it anywhere. <laughs> With your love for video games, I'm surprised you got a wife, to be honest here. Sorry. And a kid. When did you have time? 
And a job. (laughs) (laughs) In other outrageous news, Ray Rice gets suspended two games after uh, beating up his girlfriend. We all saw the video dragging her out of the elevator, dragging her into the elevator. Who's now his wife for some reason? Who's now his wife, probably to help get that... uh, Suspension lowered. Oh, we're we're in love. Everything's cool. We're okay over here. But two games. Chuck Knobloch is getting his Minnesota Twins Hall of Fame induction canceled because he also was charged with beating up, uh, in this case, his ex-wife. But of course, he has a history of this back in uh, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, yeah. yeah, something like that, um, beating up his girl. Mm-hmm. What it, guys? Leave the girl alone. Stop hitting your woman. Justin Blackman, he's suspended indefinitely. I think I saw that Josh Gordon is out, all for behavior-related issues. Now they've had more than one, and up to this point, Ray Rice has been a model citizen. But basically what I'm learning from the NFL is you can you can beat a woman and we'll give you a two-game suspension and like a $60,000 fine, but if you do marijuana or something, you're you're gone for good. Like, is that basically the lesson that they're teaching everybody? Yeah, dr- drugs are bad, but dr- drugs are worse than spousal abuse. Oh, and by the way, the preseason doesn't count. So in other words, your spousal abuse is only impacting the regular season when the <laughs> games count. But you have all the time in the world to get ready for the season. We don't want to take the preseason away from you guys. You know, just it's just the regular season you're going to be suspended for. I mean, come on. It's a joke. It's ridiculous. Dan, realizing you're not a star running back in the NFL, although many people probably mistake you for one, you're, mm-hmm. you're not. <laughs> I'm willing to bet if video went viral of you beating up your wife, mm-hmm. dragging her out of the elevator, I'm willing to bet you're going to get more than a two-game suspension. I, I'm guessing the radio station will distance itself from you. I might be out of a job. Be out of a job. And I should More be. than two games. And I should be. Agreed. The yeah. amount of money, uh, well, it's going to be mm-hmm. more significant to you what right. you lose than it is to Ray Rice. <laughs> mm-hmm. But two games. Most of us, the common person loses their job, loses so much more. He's going to miss two games. At the end of the day, it's about money. And Ray Rice makes his team in the NFL a whole lot more money than any of us make our jobs. So, You're not giving Dan enough credit. <laughs> Dan's awesome. We all are. Especially you, Benson. You're the man. I think it's but, sa- Oh, go ahead. It's, it's, it's what it comes down to is money. sad part is that uh, the, the NFL ties to combat all the bad publicity of spousal abuse with the month of October, Breast Cancer Awareness <laughs> Month, and that's where they basically jack up the prices on everything and sell this pink gear to, to toward women and then go ahead on the other side of the token, allow Ray Rice, okay, well, you're only going to play 14 games this year if you're healthy instead of 16. All right, so stop beating your lady yeah. and let's go. And they act like this, and then the NFL, NFL uh, networks on the iron fist of the NFL has come down. Has it really? Really? No, two games is not the iron fist. In fact, it's shameful. Shame on the NFL. Guys, leave your women alone. Men, love your wives as Christ has loved the church. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got uh, coming up later in the show, this is the week, guys. This is the week that free agent fans, Zach, announces he's come. He's reached a decision, and he's going to announce it here on the Benson and Those Guys program. We got that coming up later on, but I want to give you this. Who said that? And I'm going to give you the answer. I'm not going to wait a week. I'm going to read this quote, and then uh, when we come back in the next segment, I'll share who it is. Let me read this quote to you. 
Jesus has changed my life. My goal is to have Jesus be the center of everything. I can worship Jesus by the way I play baseball and in how I interact with teammates, opponents, umpires, and fans. I try to let my life reflect my faith in Christ. This is an AL East third baseman, and I'll read it one more time. Jesus has changed my life. My goal is to have Jesus be the center of everything. I can worship Jesus by the way I play baseball and in how I interact with teammates, opponents, umpires, and fans. I try to let my life reflect my faith in Christ. Who said that? Which AL East third baseman said that? When we come back, I'll have the answer. We also have Zach coming up with his announcements. You're listening to Benson and Those Guys on ESPN Rochester. The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585-272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, building 3E, Rochester, New York, 14623. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions, serving Rochester over 25 years. Want to get rid of carpenter ants, wasps, hornets, snakes, alligators, neighbors? Just kidding. They do it all. Fearing nothing but God, Town & Country Pest Solutions can get rid of those little critters that drive you and your household crazy. Town & Country Pest Solutions, fearing nothing but God. Call 426 426- 5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit townandcountrysolution.com. Looking for custom-made apparel for your team, your family, or your business? Look no further than Match Play Custom Apparel. Great design, great selection, great prices. You can order online, call, email, or stop in. It's at 439 Central Avenue in Rochester. Match Play Custom Apparel. You can visit them online at matchplaycustomapparel.com. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. Any design, any team, any logo, they'll do it. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. Does your neck hurt? Athletes, are your muscles feeling sore? Come to Mind and Body Massage Therapy with Danielle DeFrance, licensed massage therapist. Mind and Body treats each massage differently to suit differing needs. Our specialties include sports massage, ortho, and relaxation massage. To schedule an appointment, call Danielle at 585-944-9257. That's 944-9257. Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Located on Chai Lai Avenue, in front of the Target in the Wegmans Plaza, just below the dentist's office. Like them on Facebook, Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys here on ESPN Rochester. Benson and Those Guys, presented by Town & Country Pest Solutions, and this is the moment all of Rochester has been waiting for. In fact, all of Western New York, quite possibly all of the entire New York State. Our guy, that guy, Zach has come to a decision. He has toiled and struggled and fought and stayed up many late nights considering all the teams in the NBA that he would be a fan of. Never before has he been one to follow the NBA, but he has decided to get on board, probably the influence of uh, Darren and myself being Knicks fans. He probably discovered how much fun it is to root for the New York Knickerbockers, so I'm going to let Zach 
make his announcement. Is that, am I premature in saying welcome to the club of the New York Knicks fans? Yes. <sighs> sorry, sorry. I know you guys have been very aggressive in your – if the Knicks were as aggressive as you guys, maybe it would have happened. You hear that, Phil Jackson? I know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after weeks of deliberation and prayer and consulting with my family, I've reached a decision. It's been a long road, and it hasn't always been a fun road, but I am at peace with my decision. I am taking my talents to the Toronto Raptors. Oh, wow. Toronto? Uh, They're a young playoff team who just re-signed Kyle Lowry and is committed to keeping their talented young core together. They have $28 million in expiring contracts coming off the books after the season. Uh, Masai Ujiri is a wheeling and dealing general manager who has made this team significantly better. Their response to my tweet was great, and they were enthusiastic, very enthusiastic, in showing their interest in me and how much I was wanted. They are also the closest team to us geographically, which is very important to my family and I, as I have a seven-month-old. And the <laughs> Raptors' fitted hats are really awesome. Plus, I've always had a thing for dinosaurs. Thank you for being here and supporting me as I made this difficult but exciting decision. Wow. Hold on. You had a thing for dinosaurs? That's like picking a team because <laughs> you like their colors. I'm the generation that grew up with Jurassic Park. I've always loved dinosaurs. They eat people. Yeah, that's awesome. You want Shark Week, right? <laughs> Sharks eat people. I don't know. I have a couple problems with this. If, if Stop me if I'm wrong. You're a Yankees, Rangers, and Bills fan, correct? They're all New York teams. So now you go with a Toronto team? Why? Why not? Reread that statement. Yeah, why not? Okay, so then you mentioned now that they have a bunch of cap space after after this season. So do the Knicks. What the Raptors don't have is Phil Jackson and Mello and Tim Hardaway Jr. and some guys to build around. This is the dumbest decision you've ever made in your life. I think you're wrong in saying that, that there are no players to build on. They still resign Kyle Lowry. They have DeMar DeRozan, who was just invited to the U.S. national team. Uh, I didn't see Phil Jackson in the playoffs this past year, but I did see the Toronto Raptors. Look at look at Zach, man, wow. just spouting the NBA knowledge. Being a Toronto Raptors fan has made him smarter already. Mm. Yeah, it really has. Well, congratulations to you, uh, Zach. Welcome to NBA fandom. Uh, t- congratulations, I suppose, to the Toronto Raptors. I think you're probably getting a quality fan. I know he gets behind his Yankees. He's uh, He's stuck with the Buffalo Bills for... I don't know how long, and I don't know why. Um, <laughs> but congratulations to the Toronto Raptors. I am sure uh, the two of you will have great success down the lo- down the road. Thanks, Benson, and thank all of you guys for helping me with this decision. All right, Benson and those guys, presented by Town & Country Pest Solutions. Right before the break, I had given you a who said that, and I got the answer for you. Who said this? Jesus has changed my life. My goal is to have Jesus be the center of everything, I can worship Jesus by the way I play baseball and in how I interact with my teammates, opponents, umpires, and friends. I try to let my life reflect my faith in Christ. That was said by brand new New York Yankee third baseman, Chase Headley. He's had a pretty good week so far. He's had a nice Mm -hmm. intro with the Yankees so far, and I want to give a shout-out to uh, Gary Sauer from Athletes in Action, who, by the way, told me, uh, hey, Chase Headley's very involved in Athletes in Action. Um, by the way, Gary, stepping down 
as pastor after many, many, many years, a fine job at First Bible Baptist Church to go on to the mission field locally, the local mission field, serving college students, which he has a always has had a heart for, serving with athletes in action. But he told me about this. I did not know that previously, so I appreciate the tip. Headley says he came to Christ uh, through an FCA meeting when he was a freshman in high school. He was a- asked to a fellowship at Christian Athletes event. He says by uh, it just so happened that that was a salvation message that night, and by night's end he had given his life to Christ, and that was the beginning of his journey and his walk with the Lord. So uh, another believer on the New York Yankees, another reason that is God's team probably, I guess. I don't know that for <laughs> sure, but I'm hoping. Um but yeah, Dan, he's had a great week to start off. Uh, if if you are a Yankee fan, this will kind of t- transition us to our next segment. I'm kind of wondering, you're at the halfway point of the season. I mean, we're probably we're less than two, two months away from the start of the NFL. But at this point of the season, it's been said, you know what you are with baseball. You know, the first month, you can have a hot month. But by this time of the year, you know what you are. And the Yankees are just over a 500 baseball club. Guys, do you see them as buyers or sellers in this week leading up to the trade deadline? Well, I saw them as buyers, and I think the trades we've seen in the last couple weeks have confirmed that, which, by the way, have been fantastic trades. The McCarthy trade, you gave up Nuno, who has been terrible, and uh, you gave up really spare parts in the trade for Headley. Um, They're definitely buyers. Uh, They definitely need a right fielder. And I think the pitching staff at this point is held together with duct tape, and it's over overperformed, but I don't think you can plan on that. So right field and another starter you definitely have to go get. I think very rarely do you ever see the Yankees be sellers. I can't remember when the Yankees were ever sellers. But here's my issue. All right, I like the trades. I agree, Zach. Good trades. I, I like Headley at third base. I think that gives them a uh, step in the door when he goes in the free agent next year. And I think they need a third baseman. I'm not sure you can count on A-Rod next year. Maybe you can. We'll see how that goes. But even with those trades, and even if Cliff Lee comes along or some of the other names that have been thrown out there, is that enough to get them over the top into the playoffs? I, I don't know, but I can say that I'm encouraged with the way they've played this year. With all the injuries that they've had, they—I mean, what they lose four of their five starting the, rotation. Eighty percent of the rotation is yeah. on the DL. That's crazy, and the fact that they're still in the playoff picture right now—that's that's impressive. Now, like Zach said, they their pitching staff has overperformed. They should probably go out and get another good starter. But I like that they were still buyers. It's the Yankees. It's not surprising that they were buyers. But I I, I am encouraged, and I hope it continues. Well, my whole thing is this, you know, I. The Yankees, like you said, Benson, have never been sellers. They'll never be sellers. They have to fill that ballpark somehow. You know, they, they forget, like, when they built this new stadium, and, of course, the Giants and Jets are learning this, too, that you still have to fill it, that people just won't automatically just show up. And... Uh, to at their juxtaposition in Boston and Fenway, they'll pack that park no matter what. And Theo Epstein over the years and now Ben Charrington, they have the guts to sell when they have to sell or punt when they have to punt. And I think in 2006 when the Red Sox were massacred by the Yankees in that five-game series, what did they do? Okay, we're resting Euclid for the rest of the season. We're resting Ortiz for the rest of the season. Boom, 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 boom. Made a couple trades in the offseason. Boom, 2007 World Series champions. A couple of years ago, last place finishing, not doing well, get rid of 
of Bobby Valentine, bring in the right guy to manage the club, make a couple moves, boom, they win the World Series. The Yankees don't ever give themselves that time. And you saw with the free agent signings of all the old men they signed in this past offseason, they will never be sellers. I thought last year, as sacrilegious as this sounds, they should have traded, tried to trade Mariano Rivera to a contending team because they could have gotten something for the future. Something, like a diehard prospect that they could have gotten and plugged in. They don't have any young players yet, and they're, and they're scouting for of young players, young talent in the draft. is terrible. But they're not going to do that. So, okay, I guess the spare parts moves they're making, yeah, they got a shot because everybody else in the East, everybody else in the East is just as bad as the Yankees are. Well, yeah, you hit the nail on the head and that nobody in the East is going to pull away with this division. This is one of those divisions where there's no elite team, so you have a bunch of very good teams that just beat up on each other and stay very close to each other. Um, I agree that last year, if you were going to sell, last year was the year to sell. You had Robinson Cano, the best second baseman in right. the world, was on an expiring contract. You could trade him. You could have got a lot of good young pitching for him. Hiroki Kuroda at the halfway point was in the Cy Young consideration. You had a lot of very desirable parts that they really don't have this year. If you're going to sell, last year would have been the year to do it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I don't agree with trading 42 away. I mean, that, my man's got to mm-hmm. finish in New York. Um, but I, I think I would like to see the Yankees do that. I don't think they have enough. And you guys talk about getting into the playoffs and, and making a push, but I, I'm thinking bigger than that. I, shame on you guys as Yankee fan. We It's World Series or nothing for us. And even with these trades, I don't think they can tool up enough with the movable parts they have to be able to beat in Oakland or the Angels, they might be able to win their division. But right now, they're only a little bit behind in the wild card, the second wild card spot. But the Angels are way out in front for that first wild card because them and Oakland are the two best teams in baseball. No matter what they do, I don't think they're coming out. So here's an opportunity to try to move. You got you have some catchers. Trade some. Bring back some prospects. And like you said, Dan, like the Red Sox have done, and I know what you're talking about, sacrilegious, taking the Red Sox as a role model, but they've done well, and they've brought some championships there by building their prospects. In the 60s, the Yankees got old all at once because they kept around guys like Mickey Mantle and Yogi Berra and all this other stuff. And, that, and then all of a sudden, 1976, when Chris Chambles hits that home run, why did everybody storm the field at Yankee Stadium? Because they never thought they'd get back there after all those legends. Because those legends weren't good anymore, and they kept them around. And it wasn't the era of free agency, or you didn't make a lot of trades back then. But everybody got old at once, and all of a sudden, the team went into the tank. And now you're looking at a situation where <laughs> number 13 may be back at third base next year at that high price and there is nobody after Derek Jeter linking back to the old days now you got a bunch of just spare parts on a team filling a roster in pinstripes they could start over again if they last year was the time to do it now you're just trading spare parts for spare parts they'll never be sellers but I wish somebody would wake up and sell something you got some bullpen guys that I think could be moved you got some catching depth that I think can be moved and bring back some prospects but you're right, last year obviously would have been the better year. But, you know, we also have a lot of Red Sox and Met fans that uh, are in our area. Uh, ben Charrington, the GM of the Red Sox, has said they're not giving up on the season yet. Do you see them ending up buyers or sellers? Mm, that's a tough one with the Red Sox. I think, they, I think they'd have the guts to sell if they could. I, I do, too, and I think they got some uh, obvious movable parts in, in guys like Peavy, mm-hmm. um, John Lester, maybe. They, mm-hmm. They've said they're not Uihara. going to. Uihara. Yeah. They've got some movable parts. I see the Red Sox selling and retooling and coming out of this good, which is 
again, as a Yankee fan, I'm you know I'm biased here, but I'm worried about the Red Sox making some good trades and coming back. They remember they were the World Series champions, mm-hmm. and it, you know they could very well be back there with a couple of good trades. But what about the Mets? Not that far out. They're not. They're still in the race. They're still there. Don't worry, Gene. They're not out yet, but they will be probably before this you're, broadcast airs. You're asking about the Mets. Like, yeah, what about there? There's a lot sell. of Met fans in the area. Just always sell. You're the Mets. What do you have other than Bartolo Colon? What <laughs> can you sell? Is this the year that they finally trade David Wright? Hmm. Is this the year? I don't think they. He's, they he's Mr. Met. He's their Jeter. They'll never. They'll never trade David Wright. Who they get for him? Though? He's on the bad side of thirty at this point. Like, who's really coming back for right. David? David Wright at this point? Well, somebody would in a pennant race. Somebody would absolutely an American League ball club. But I don't see the Mets doing that. I still think they're in that uh, that that uh, that sabermetrical myth that they live in, where hey, just keep just keep building for that future. If I'm the Mets, <laughs> honestly, I'm not selling a lot. I might sell off like you were talking about spare parts that a contender might find useful for the bench or whatever. But remember, they got a, they have got a ton of very good young pitching. You're looking at it around the All Star break next year, getting Matt Harvey back, adding him to maybe Wheeler, Syndergaard, whoever else they've got. This is a team that could surprise next year, and I think they're thinking that as well. And I don't think that they're going to sell just to sell. I think that they may hold on to some of these guys for a little longer. Yeah, I look at that, and that's why I brought up those were three teams, not just necessarily because in our listening area, that's those are the three major teams in the area. But I could very well see the Red Sox making some sharp moves. Uh, they have a history of doing that here in recent years. The Mets are, are right there. Their future is bright. I could see the Yankees being the third best team if they don't make a couple of good, sharp deals here coming up on the trading deadline. Mm-hmm. Can't think about it in the short term. You can't go in the short term. You got to think long term. And the Yankees haven't thought long term in years. No. This is kind of off topic, but the most impressive part of the last two years in baseball to me, I could be biased, but it's been uh, Joe Girardi. He's been a fantastic manager with basically a triple-A team last year, and then this year having no pitching staff, and they're still competing. He's been impressive, and I've really liked him. According to baseball prospectus, he's the manager of the year right now in terms of Pythagorean win-loss percentage, and it's basically based on this. Your team's... Basically... What uh, what was that word? Pythagorean win-loss percentage. Basically, you take your team's... college-level program. I don't even know what that means. You take your team's runs scored... And there's a there's basically a win loss record you should have with the run scored, and he has probably done the best managerial job in baseball based on it. His winning percentage is much higher than what would the Yankees' winning percentage is higher now than it would than it should be based on the runs they've scored this year. I think last year they were they were in contention until mid September, and I mm-hmm. think the Pythagorean theorem said they should have been under 500. Right. Same thing this year. Yeah. And he, the thing with Girardi that I have appreciated the most is that he's the direct opposite of Joe Torre in that Joe Girardi can handle a bullpen very, very well. Mm-hmm. And and Joe Torre never could do that. And the other thing, too, is uh, the very opposite side of the spectrum. The Oakland A's, Bob Melvin, they are the worst team as far as Pythagorean win-loss percentage. They're actually underachieving with all the runs they score. And that's going to come up to catch them. Before the end of the season. Well, blame Billy Bean because he's really the manager. He's the GM. The manager just sits there and just fills out the lineup card and goes and makes pitching changes. They got Brad Pitt in the front office. They're winners. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Benson and Those Guys, a Pythagorean-type program sponsored by Town nice. & Country Pest Solutions. When we come back after the break, 
We're joined by Kevin Malone, former general manager of the L.A. Dodgers, Montreal Expos. Again, you're listening to Benson and Those Guys on ESPN Rochester. Title sponsor of Benson and Those Guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions, serving Rochester over 25 years. Want to get rid of carpenter ants, wasps, hornets, snakes, alligators? Neighbors? Just kidding. They do it all. Fearing nothing but God, Town & Country Pest Solutions can get rid of those little critters that drive you and your household crazy. Town & Country Pest Solutions. Fearing nothing but God. Call 426 426- 5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit com. Looking for custom-made apparel for your team, your family, or your business? Look no further than Match Play Custom Apparel. Great design, great selection, great prices. You can order online, call, email, or stop in. It's at 439 Central Avenue in Rochester. Match Play Custom Apparel. You can visit them online at matchplaycustomapparel.com. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. Any design, any team, any logo, they'll do it. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585-272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, Building 3E, Rochester, New York, 140. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. GNT Athletics is offering a very special basketball camp for boys ages 11 to 15. The camp is on Monday through Friday, August 11th through the 15th at the gym at North Star Christian Academy in Gates. To ensure individualized attention and training, enrollment is strictly limited to only 36 participants, so act fast. Cost of the camp is $40 and includes a basketball and t-shirt. There may even be an appearance by Benson or even me, Toronto Raptors' newest free agent fan signing. For more information or to register, visit GNT antiathletics.info. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys here on ESPN Rochester. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys, sponsored by Town & Country Pest Solutions. Kevin Malone is the former general manager of the Montreal Expos and of the Los Angeles Dodger, and he joins us now on the Town & Country phone line. He is also someone who has traveled to different parts of the world sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Welcome, Kevin. I'm glad you could join us. Hey, Rick, you guys, it's good to be on the show. As a matter of fact, I've been traveling all over the place and uh, trying to fight human trafficking. Now, it's a big problem, not only internationally, but as well in the USA, and trying to see what I can do to help uh, prevent human trafficking, the domestic trafficking of minor girls and sex slavery, and trying to strengthen the laws and provide some restoration and healing uh, facilities for these for these girls. So uh, there's a lot of work to do, so I appreciate you guys having me on the show. Well, Kevin, thank you for your ministry. We're here in uh, Rochester, New York. Uh, I know after being drafted by the Indians, you traveled uh-huh. around our neck of the woods here in western New York. Yeah, Batavia, I, I Auburn, lived Jamestown. Up there in, uh, in Jamestown, New York, and uh, in, enjoyed my stay there. In fact, I, I played in Batavia, New York, and then uh, my first season in pro ball, and then I coached in Jamestown, so I'm not far from from you guys. And I, I spent some time in in Rochester and around that, around that area. Got some friends that live in Utica, New York. So that's uh, 
Uh, it's a small world, but a beautiful part of the country, and uh, and I miss miss getting back there more often. Kevin, I was going to ask you what you're into now, but you, you know, you would mention what you're doing there, just uh, traveling around with uh, t- preventing sex trade industry. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your ministry, what you're involved in? Well, I appreciate you asking. I think what people need to know, any of your listeners, is that we've got an epidemic problem in the United States with USA girls, American girls, being trafficked 17 and under. They're not prostitutes. They're ba- they're they're basically slaves. Uh, there's pimps that are that are basically, uh, you know, s- snatching uh, girls 17 and under and, and forcing them into, uh, you know, as se- to do sex acts as sex slaves. It's happening all over America. It's happening not only in the poor areas of, of U.S. cities. It's happening in middle America, upper middle class wealthy families, it's a problem, and I think uh, men need to realize it. Women, you know, families need to know that our daughters, our granddaughters are at great risk, and uh, it's become such a lucrative business. It's a $32 billion a year global uh, business, and uh, we need to be aware it's not just happening in the Philippines and Thailand and Cambodia. It's happening in the United States, and uh, we, uh, we need to be aware of it. Yeah, you mentioned those foreign countries, and we think when we hear of this, we think of them uh, being taken. But you're, it's happening here in the United States. Is there is there hot pockets of that? Are there areas that are more well? It's concerning? interesting. I think it's sometimes it's a great question. Sometimes it's sector related. Uh, you know, the truck stops around America become uh, a big problem, and they come call some of these girls uh, lot lizards, uh, which is disgusting in in and of itself to be classified that way, but. You know, truck stops, there, there's some issues there. So people that are going through truck stops, be aware of young girls that are possibly being trafficked in those areas. You know, the, some of the oil oil fields, uh, uh, North Dakota, uh, you know, these places spring up, and there's, you know, 30,000, 40,000 men living in a community, and they're they're doing uh, the, the oil business. Uh, it, it, it happens in places like that. It happens around the Super Bowls, the rodeos, you know, World Cup. So major events where there's a lot of men that come together, um, this is occurring. But, you know, it's in big cities. It's in small cities. It's in, in the south, the Midwest, the northeast, the west. It's all over America. And, you know, it, it, it's happening in suburbia that, uh, you know, that you know there could possibly be, you know, young girls being uh, trafficked, uh, you know, right down the street or maybe even next door. So uh, it, it's just it, awareness needs to be uh to be, you know, thought about and, and, and looked out for. And then there's some action. There's some things to do. There's hotlines. There's different organizations, NGOs, ministries that are fighting human trafficking. And, you know, there's there, they say there's over 25 million people that are, you know, enslaved right now. It's modern-day slavery, not just sex slavery. There's labor slavery. But, uh, you know, it's, it's growing. It's a big problem. And and we just need to be aware of it, and people need to, you know, try to try to stop it. I think there's a call to action, and this is breaking God's heart. And I think we, as followers of the Lord, need to need to, you know, need to respond. Uh, you know, it's terrifying. Uh, I have a college-age daughter. My co-hosts have uh, young young girls. Uh, we talked last week. We were talking about Stuart Scott and uh, the ESPY Awards, and you know, the love he showed for his daughter. Uh, what can we do, 
Kevin, what can the common person do to help? I mean, obviously prayer sticks out, but apart from that, how can one get involved? That's, a great que- that's another great question. You guys have good questions. I think what we can do is I think you can find out who locally, if it's a ministry, if it's an NGO, if there's organizations that are, are fighting human trafficking, find out who's doing what in your local communities. Uh, you know, there's a lot of websites now that people can go on uh, and, and and find out who's doing what. Uh, there's a, there's some awareness groups out there. Uh, uh, there's there's just there's a lot of collaborative uh, task forces being put together. Local law enforcement usually, uh, you know, they're doing their job and they're they're involved in fighting it. But uh, you know, I, I think with, it just depends on the particular area as to what's going on and, and how you can get involved. But there is opportunities for people if it's donating their time to call maybe congressmen, politicians, to maybe change some laws to make it uh, much more severe on, on these on these Johns, on these rapists. Uh, that could be one thing. Uh, grassroots efforts, getting maybe if you're at a church, getting your church uh, involved. There are services that are needed to be provided for these these girls that are coming out of what they call the game. Uh, you know, there's there, there's just a lot of needs for these young girls. Uh, so there's preventative measures. There's uh, restoration measures. There's there's a lot that can be done, and and that's a great question, as I said, because everyone has the ability to, to help and make a difference. It's just a matter of being willing and open to do something. And, yeah, this is a great evil. It's unconscionable. It's hard to think about. But it is happening uh, in, in, in our neighborhoods. And, and if, if someone uh, is interested in, in, in making a difference, uh, they can find out who locally is, is doing things and get involved with them and, uh, and help out and, and really step forward and make a difference. We're joined by Kevin Malone. Kevin, praise the Lord for uh, your involvement. Are you able to talk uh, specifically about what it is? You're going into other countries uh, and traveling well, all I'm, about. I'm, I'm getting involved in some other countries. I've been in Thailand. I've been in Costa Rica. But my focus is really on the United States because of what's happening here. You know, I'm involved in Los Angeles in a, in a collaborative initiative to bring together law enforcement, politicians, churches, NGOs, ministries, to work together, to collaborate, to find out what are the gaps in the services. You know, we need facilities, places, uh, short-term, like, rescue assessment centers where girls can go once that, uh, you know, they're rescued. And then, they're you know, they can go and start to get immediate help and treatment. And then long-term facilities where, where these girls can go to recover. And, you know, it's a, it's a three- or four-year healing process with a lot of uh, counseling and a lot of medical and needs that that, that that need to be uh, that they need to receive uh, so I'm involved with the ministry in, in, in California called faces it's freeing American children from exploitation and sexual slavery I'm involved with the ministry in Tampa Bay area called the Florida Dream Center and we are uh, involved in fighting human trafficking and again the bedrock Creek uh, uh, initiative I mentioned earlier is care 18 LA. And we're doing collaborative, taking collaborative measures to get people united so that we can accomplish more as a, you know, work fighting this together than as an individual or, or just one just organization. So uh, spending a lot of time with it, uh, uh, traveling around the United States, uh, working through different ministries and, and, and the, the Los Angeles Dream Center, Florida Dream Center, as I mentioned. And there's some churches involved in this and there's, 
you know, to try to fight this. So uh, if someone's looking to get involved and make a difference, but I would just, again, you know, as a warning to all fathers, grandfathers, uncles, brothers, this is it's, this is happening, uh, you know, right next door or in your neighborhood. And please don't wait till it hits, you know, too close to home before you're aware of what's going on and get the word out that uh, it's something that we need to, to take seriously because it's happening. That's Kevin Malone, former general manager of the L.A. Dodgers, Montreal Expos, joining us here on Benson and Those Guys. You're listening to Benson and Those Guys on ESPN Rochester. The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today, at 585-272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, Building 3E, Rochester, New York, 14623. Ameriprise Financial Services, Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions, serving Rochester over 25 years. Want to get rid of carpenter ants, wasps, hornets, snakes, alligators? Neighbors? Just kidding. They do it all. Fearing nothing but God, Town & Country Pest Solutions can get rid of those little critters that drive you and your household crazy. Town & Country Pest Solutions. Fearing nothing but God. Call 426 426- 5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit com. Does your neck hurt? Athletes, are your muscles feeling sore? Come to Mind and Body Massage Therapy with Danielle DeFrance, licensed massage therapist. Mind and Body treats each massage differently to suit differing needs. Our specialties include sports massage, ortho, and relaxation massage. To schedule an appointment, call Danielle at 585-944-9257. That's 944-9257. Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Located on Chai Lai Avenue, in front of the Target in the Wegmans Plaza, just below the dentist's office. Like them on Facebook, Mind and Body Massage Therapy. GNT Athletics is offering a very special basketball camp for boys ages 11 to 15. The camp is on Monday through Friday, August 11th through the 15th at the gym at North Star Christian Academy in Gates. To ensure individualized attention and training, enrollment is strictly limited to only 36 participants, so act fast. Cost of the camp is $40 and includes a basketball and t-shirt. There may even be an appearance by Benson or even me, Toronto Raptors' newest free agent fan signing. For more information or to register, visit gntathletics.info. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys here on ESPN Rochester. Benson and Those Guys, sponsored by Town & Country Pest Solutions. I've been talking most of the year about the Rochester Ridgemont, giving a little update uh, out at Basket Road Field in Webster. The This team plays in the New York Collegiate Baseball League. This is the Athletes in Action team. And I have, uh, I've told you all year long, man, if you want to see a decent brand of baseball, this is a wood bat league. This is good baseball. Well, the Rochester Ridgemont, and before I should, I should just remind you folks that Benson and those guys go on the air. All of a sudden, ESPN Rochester is not only AM, but it's FM. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> now, Benson and those guys have been promoting the Rochester Ridgemont, getting behind them a little bit. Well, guess who made the playoffs? You're welcome. 
Benson and those guys pretty much lifting up half of Rochester and carrying it to success. The Ridgemen have made the playoffs, and uh, you have another chance to see them if you haven't let yet. Yeah, they've got a playoff game. The Western Division semis will be out at Basket Road Monday, 7 o'clock, uh, barring any significant changes in standings. You can always check their website, www.rochesterridgeman.com. But they have had a nice stretch run, closing out, uh, well, this past week is the time we recorded, 5-1. and one. They have had Jake Chipka and Stephen Chandler both going uh, eight innings, allowing no earned runs, both striking out at least six. Alex Mum has driven in four RBIs. They are, they are heading into the playoffs as a hot team. So congratulations to the Rochester Richmond. You have another chance to get out there and see them if you haven't already. Zach is here, new NBA fan of the Toronto Raptors. I should introduce him as Toronto Raptors' Zach, useless Zach. He is here with his useless information. Well, Benton, if you look over the history of the New York Yankees, you'll see that in 1901 and 1902, they're listed as the Baltimore Orioles, a team that's not affiliated in any way with the current Orioles team that we know. But as of this year... That team will not be associated with the Yankees either. The 1902 Orioles folded during the season and became property of the league. Major League Baseball then the following year sold a new franchise to investors in New York, 1903. As the Yankees franchise approaches 10,000 franchise victories, historians for Baseball Reference and the ESPN Baseball Encyclopedia have revisited the change from Baltimore to New York and decided that since one team ended and another new team was purchased, there was no relocation, and thus the wins that the 1901 and 1902 Orioles accrued cannot be part of the Yankees' 10,000 career wins. So they'll have to wait a few more years for that. So baseball sticking it to the Yankees again, just trying to keep the man down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> trying to keep the man down. You know what? What can you do with that kind of information? Nothing. That's why it's Zach. That's yeah, why it's, I wasn't losing any sleep. I'd rather have all the Yankees <laughs> wins be Yankees wins, not Yankees and Orioles wins. Yeah, just, just saying the Highlanders too, but that is right. some useless information. <laughs> Darren, and an unreasonable rant. All right, I was uh, I was watching Sports Center the other day, specifically the top ten plays. Number nine was from the WNBA All Star game, and since I didn't have any wet paint to wash dry, I stayed tuned to see some seven foot tall chick dunk. And in all seriousness, I've seen more impressive layups. It was a slow motion rim grazer, horrible dunk. Then a few plays later, there was another highlight from the same game. It was an accidental no look pass to a teammate for a breakaway layup, and not a Dwayne Wade Allen Iverson three sixty under the legs and one layup. It was a textbook layup with no defender to be seen. Next was a play from the the NBA D-League in which a dude forearm shivers his man off him, elevates and dunks in traffic. Now that's a top play, not a layup or a JV dunk. It's time for the WNBA to disappear because no one cares, no one will ever care, and let's be honest, when a star player misses an entire season because they're pregnant, not injured, pregnant, it's not a real sport. Ouch. Yeah, That's, that's painful, man. It seems to me Darren got on the Title IX uh, recipients a few weeks ago. I'm just hating lately. What is going on in your life and women? We're going to be all over Deadspin this weekend. (laughs) That Breaking news, Benson and those guys co-host Darren is anti-women. Yeah, oh my goodness. Why do you hate (laughs) so much on the WNBA? It's terrible. Like, honestly, have you ever sat through and watched... Six minutes of a game. 
I saw highlights. <laughs> Doesn't count. I will but, say this. A couple years ago, I was kind of giggling at the WNBA because if they panned the crowd, it was only the first couple rows that had people in it. Nobody went to the game. I'm assuming it was just these girls' moms that went to the game, maybe their <laughs> family. But the other day when I was looking at the highlights, I was noticing they had some fans there. There was people getting behind these girls, and I'm glad for them. They got a place to play. I think we ought to talk more WNBA on this show. In fact, I think we ought to uh, dedicate an entire show to the WNBA. I'll I'll be serious now because that was unreasonable. That's why it's called unreasonable. I'm glad that they have a league. No, you're but, not. No, see, I, I really am. I actually <laughs> know a couple girls from Liberty that are playing in the WNBA, so I'm I'm happy for them. But can can the mainstream TV channels not like ESPN? Please don't push the games down my throat. There, I am never going to choose a breakaway layup. Over a LeBron James 360 breakaway dunk. It's just, it's never going to happen. Well, last week, or whenever, the All-Star game was last week, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. They had they had that dead Wednesday afterwards, and poor ESPN Sports Center. They're trying to figure out what they can put on, and they ended up having to rely on a buzzer-beater layup <laughs> in the WNBA. But, I, again, I'm I'm all for it. Good for them. Girls, have a great time. I ain't ever going to go to a game. League's still around for all these years. League's still around. right. Here's the deal I'll offer ESPN. I'll watch your WNBA games if you let the women be coached by Tom Hanks. There's no crying in basketball. Oh, boy. Man. Stop really? it. Stop. <laughs> go home. Pest of the Week. Of course, our title sponsor is Town & Country Pest Solutions. My Pest of the Week will start with me. Mm-hmm. Is... Jacksonville Jaguars receiver Justin Blackman mentioned early in the show. Blackman has been arrested a third time. Police have charged him with possession of marijuana. This is his third arrest involving either alcohol or marijuana. Police department officers who stopped Blackman said they could smell the odor of marijuana coming from his car. Now, you got to understand this guy. This guy needs help. Currently serving an indefinite suspension after his third violation of the NFL's substance abuse policy, he goes out and gets busted for marijuana. He was suspended for the first four games of the 2013 season because of his second violation. Jaguars owner Shad Khan said he sees no reason for his team to cut ties, and good for him. He says we want to see him get the help he needs. Here's the deal, Spicoli. Get off the marijuana. Get Leave the stuff alone. Check yourself. Get some help before you end up hiring, spending all your money hiring Van Halen to play your birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> My pest of the week. We'll get into it next week. My pest of the week is Tony Dungy, and I'll leave it at that. Ouch. My pest of the week is the Seattle Mariners. After an offseason in which they were criticized for the way their front office makes decisions, they didn't resign Kendry Morales. They had several months from October until he signed with the Twins in June to resign him. They did not do it. Then after he signed with the Twins, today they traded a pitcher for him. You could have had him for only money. You waited too long and traded an asset for him. They had to wait and see what Robinson Cano had to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mine, uh, my pass of the week is Dan Bellino. Uh, he was the home plate umpire in Wednesday night's game between the Tampa Bay Rays and the St. Louis Cardinals. A game in which Alex Alex Cobb dominated. Uh, He had 10 strikeouts and no walks. 
Uh, the only problem with that is one of those strikeouts came on a four and two count to Cards outfielder John Jay. I'm not mis not not misspeaking here. It was a four and two count. Bellino somehow lost count of the count. You're a major league umpire. You cost Jay a walk. <clears throat> and in today's what have you done for me lately society, these players have a hard enough time without umpires making it harder on them. So, you know, Bellino, count to four. Use the clicker that they give you. You got one job. Get it right. Is that irony that you had to take three attempts to say misspoken? <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Benson and Those Guys, sponsored by Town & Country Pest Solutions on ESPN Rochester. Glad you could join us. Hope to hear you again. Or no, you'll hear us again next week, right on 950 AM, 95.7 FM. The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585-272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, Building 3E, Rochester, New York, 140. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions, serving Rochester over 25 years. Want to get rid of carpenter ants, wasps, hornets, snakes, alligators, neighbors? Just kidding. They do it all. Fearing nothing but God, Town & Country Pest Solutions can get rid of those little critters that drive you and your household crazy. Town & Country Pest Solutions. Fearing nothing but God. Call 426 426- 5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit townandcountrysolution.com.